pop culture questions only one podcast knows. Nerds that know. Rated R. We are officially live and back from the dead. Uh, week ago, two weeks ago, I was down with a migraine. Last week, Hank and his whole family got the flu. Um, tonight, we are without Smurf because he is at the Colorado Horror Festival uh, board meeting. So you're stuck with with just us. However, good news to the nerds that know universe, the Goon Brothers, uh, featuring Gold Goon, who is currently in transit, and the King Goon uh, from My Brother is an Idiot, have graciously agreed to spout their nonsense on our show on a regular basis. So they will now be with us uh, as often as schedules permit. Uh, which also means that when Tank or myself or Smurf have a scheduling conflict, you don't end up with just two people talking back and forth. Because as fun as that can be, it's more fun when you have uh, a crew of us together. So, so we do have Duchess Bobby, Tank, the proprietor of Knox Nostalgia Collectibles, and I will put in as many shameless plugs on that as I can. <laughs> and I think, yeah, and here comes Goldgoon himself because the dog is freaking the fuck out. <laughs> so hopefully he will come and join us uh, if he is not dead. But today was day of giving at Jersey Mike's and he worked a 12-hour day um, That's always fun. Um, on his feet, making sandwiches, baking bread, and, you know, dealing with annoying phone calls. <clears throat> but that is neither here nor there. We also have with us King Goon, the oldest of the, the Goon brothers. Uh, and, again, Matt thinks I'm funny. That was hilarious. She doesn't watch my show anyway. <laughs> Hi there. How are you? I think I'm hilarious. Okay, so let's start with shows that nobody else watches. Uh, and I'm going to just pop right over to Bridgerton because I fucking love it. Um, I've read the first three books. I uh, have books four and five. It is an eight book series. We are supposed to be getting all eight books uh, each as a different season. So we'll see. I hope that that's true. Um, but so far, season two is sticking incredibly close to the books. Uh, direct lines are being pulled out of the the text, which just makes me really happy. You know, uh, there are times where a book adaptation is just incredibly upsetting. Little Women, for example. Not a good version of it out there. The Dresden Files. Absolutely. Uh, the Sort of Truth. What was that show called? Uh, Seeker. 
that show was terrible. I didn't even make it through a whole episode of Seeker. But Bridgerton, they're doing a really good job. Um, there are uh, a couple of things that happen in the book that are not able to happen in season two. And that is because the guy who played the Duke, and I cannot remember the actor's name, I could probably pick his ass out of a lineup, uh, but he's decided not to come back. So because of that, we see Daphne and we see the baby, but we don't ever see the Duke. So, but that's okay. You know, uh, instead of them recasting, they just decided to, because he doesn't have a big part in the second storyline. So, all right, uh, let's go ahead and go to another future stuff or. Uh, I don't know. Um, what they're going to do, if they're going to recast him in the future, or if they're just going to say, screw it, uh, and just completely keep him out of it. Hmm. They haven't said uh, for future seasons. Oh, that's kind of interesting. You know, but like I said, I'm really enjoying season two. It makes me happy. Hmm. Uh, and they have brought in Will who was the um, the boxer uh, and the Duke's best friend in the first season. Um, and they've given him a more prominent role in this season. Kind of like they still need to have a, like a sexy, you know, black man. And since the Duke is gone and all the Bridgertons are white. <laughs> Although the love interest is uh, Indian, which is really cool. You know, so, um, they even talk that she can like speak different languages and dialects um, of of her homeland. Did he decide? Why did he decide not to return? I guess. Uh, I he didn't really say. He just said that he had fun and he was done. Hmm. I guess that's how it goes sometimes. You know, so it Bridgerton is not for everyone, which is why. Uh, Matt has never seen any of it. I have not either. I didn't even know it was a thing. Until you started I saw the trailer the other day. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you at least know that it's a thing. I do know it's a we thing. We talked about it uh, yeah. when season one came out. Yeah, and, and, and I looked into what it was, at, you know, and all that stuff. Yeah. Just uh, not my cup of tea. Mom loves it. Uh, she also has a big crush on the Duke. Mm. You know, when he like shows up riding on the horse and it's just, it's lovely. Okay. So let's move away from Bridgerton before I decide to spend the rest of the episode talking about it and go over to something else that is based on printed materials. And that is uh, the DMZ. This is a DC comic uh, graphic novel series that I had never heard of uh, until the show came out on HBO, HBO Max, whatever. Uh, so it's the demilitarized zone. Yes. Um, I. It's one of the ones I'm less familiar with, for sure. Like, I never read the original series. I just never hit, you know, hit my attention. But it, the storyline is based on 
the second civil war with mm-hmm. the free states of America versus the United States military, essentially. And in between them is Manhattan Island. Which is the which DMZ. Is the DMZ. Which means no one can cross in. It is a free state of its own accord. And this, the comic book series focuses on a reporter mm-hmm. who's kind of exploring the DMZ and learning about what's actually happening there and everything like that. The show took um, took a slightly different approach and they took inspiration from one of the characters who's a nurse. Mm-hmm. And they built a story around her having lost her son in the DMZ. Right, and that character is played by Rosario Dawson. Yes, and she does a fantastic job, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have not finished the series. I have watched one episode. Uh, and so far it's pretty intense. Benjamin Bratt uh, is running for governor of the DMZ. Uh, and like he's at this big political rally and he's trying to get all of the gang lords from around the DMZ to each back him. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you see and hear all of these different ethnicities and you know, just groupings and, and just the way that they all present themselves. It's crazy. Well, yeah, and it, it's basically a, it's a turf war. It's a gang war. And the you know, the two fours are basically the black gang. Then you have the people from Chinatown, or their, you know, which is most of the Asian community. And then you have the... Uh, oh, what are they called? Wow. I can't remember all the gang titles. The the barrio, you know, where, all the, the, where the Puerto Ricans and Latino gang members live and stuff like that. And they're all fighting for control over the island, essentially. Mm-hmm. And then you have Benjamin Bratt's character, and I can't remember the character's name, but he's basically like, if everybody will just listen to me, then we'll become our own independent nation. And these two war, these two fighting armies, these two countries on either side of us can fuck right off. Yeah, and he's the one that's running the... Essentially, the barrio. Mm-hmm. So, and um, this it's, just like, it's a really oh, cool sorry. story premise, and they did a good job of exploring it. I'm not sure because, like, like I said, I never read the original material, so I don't know besides who the main character is and the main plot device of this family relationship. I don't know what the difference is. I don't know if pe- different characters are presented differently because we don't have the point of view from the comics. The point, point of view of the comics is a wholly different person. Right. Um, from what I've read about the comic books, and I haven't read the comic books, I've just read a couple of articles about the DMZ show, uh, is that he's trying to be an impartial bystander. Yes. Um, the reporter. 
So it's him reporting on or recording all of the things that he sees and experiences. Whereas yeah. uh, the character of Alma, which does not sound like a name that fits Rosaria Dawson. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, when I hear Alma, I think of the little deaf piano player from um, Sister Act. When I hear Alma, I think of a tiny-ass town in the middle of Nebraska. Well, see? It's also a tiny-ass town just north of Fairplay. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, and like you said, uh, uh, it's a completely different story. But it is a good story. Yeah, like I said, I I only made it through the one uh, episode, Mm -hmm. but I did enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's definitely really interesting. And I, I wonder, like, because stop? it's only four episodes, I wonder what crossed over, what information crossed over, what information got cut out, what is the, you know, what happened? Yeah. Because you do, you get a very, you get a short, succinct story across four episodes. Well, that's kind of the cool thing about using uh, lesser known source material, even if it is from a semi-major publishing entity is that you probably got some more license to play with the story uh to make it fit whatever it is you're trying to tell and and using that just kind of as a thirty thousand foot view we've got this premise that this comic story gave us but now we can change it to fit whatever or however we want to tell the story maybe improve in our mind if i'm the person running the show in my mind i'm going to improve the story and we're also not going to have a giant backlash there's not going to be people riding in the streets because they destroyed a beloved series of eight books that millions of people have read. Right. So. Uh, yeah. I haven't I, seen much backlash. So. No, not at all. And I, I get really like less dingy escape from New York vibes. Um, I, I'm a huge fan of the original movie with snake Plissken. It's got that not quite post-apocalyptic, but it's definitely got kind of that vibe. Like they're headed that direction. Yeah, it's, so it it's, looks, Looks really cool. I'm looking forward to enjoying all of it. Yeah, it's a it's a cleaned up version of that. Like mm-hmm. it, it's definitely a little bit more vibrant than um that series. Coming on the but... show too. Come on, say hi. Come and it's it's kind, of, it's kind of a cool Friend story down. that, and they're it's kind of a cool story that you kind of sit there and like you know what they could really if they wanted to because they took a side character essentially. And built a story around that side character, and then you know, kind of retconned a little bit of what was going on in her story. Yeah, they can do out. that with so many other characters. Exactly, you could you could tell different parts of this story, or extend to this story, or tell you know what happened before or anything. Like they left it open to where if they wanted to play with this license a little bit, they could still do all kinds of stuff with it. Now, what I don't know is this that just supposed to be a mini series, um, or is this actually supposed to become like a TV show? Well, and I don't want to give anything away. Uh, it is still relatively new. It came out on um, like what two weeks ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, you know, how many people have actually watched the full four episodes. So I don't want to give anything away, but you could. There's room to do stuff. 
okay. around it. There is room to do stuff around it. And you don't have to, you know, mess anything up. I guess is a good way to put it. Uh, based on my understanding, though, it is just a... It's kind of like when they did the, the Watchmen series a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Where it was just one story and then out. Based on my understanding. Well, I, I guess it'll also depend on what kind of ratings and response it gets. Well, if it's anything like Watchmen, it got a huge positive response. And the director said, I'm not doing it again. I told the story I wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So. I wonder if this means people are going to try to find the graphic novel, the comic books that tell this story. Probably. Because uh, with the boys, uh, mm-hmm. if we, we want to jump over to the boys season three, um, is after the first season came out, everybody wanted to get their hands on those comic books. Any version of them. Yeah. It and, was almost impossible. I mean, like original prints or, you know, the pricing of them just like oh, yeah. astronomical. And not even just original prints. Um the original trades are out of this world of price also. So it's, yeah, I I haven't seen a whole lot of fluctuation on DMZ and that's part of why I don't want to talk about specifics because I don't think it's hit the public as much yet. I think it's still waiting on the audience to catch up to it. Fair enough. All right. So I did have something pulled up here. Where did you go? About the boys season three. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, The official trailer dropped earlier this month. But if you're listening to this other than live, then I mean earlier in March, uh, because we haven't recorded in the last two weeks. Yeah, it was like this. And, um, somewhat of dead. Uh, it was like the 15th or the 16th, something like that. They did, uh, yeah. did a red band trailer, which was bananas. I mean, is there any yeah. kind of trailer that you it, can do for looks... that? Butcher it, it's going like it just gets to... more and more. Yeah. With every sneak peek we get, with every season we get. Yeah, yeah, butcher going soup uh, is going to be wild, I think. And then they're introducing Soldier Boy, but apparently they're playing with his backstory a little bit. Right. So it's not going to be a direct pull from the comic books. But I guess that, that kind of makes sense because you want to try and fit it into your current narrative. So... You know, plus, there's a little bit of fan service there for Jensen Eccles. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. You know, we, I would not be surprised if he has some sort of, like, comment about pie or, you know, something they're, they're gonna be, else Dean-esque. Are you going to be making jokes from Supernatural? Yeah. I mean, if you look at... Um, 
<laughs> yeah, doggy's not quiet, but she's not barking, so I'm just going to keep sitting over here and make it look like my arm is coming off so I can throw things. Uh, and I completely lost my train of thought. Jensen Ackles. Yes. Okay. If you look at other <laughs> actors who have a big nerd following, um, like uh, da, 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 Malcolm Reynolds, Castle, motherfucker. Come on. It was in you my head. You can do it. You can do it. Okay, anyways. Nathan. Nathan Fillion. Thank there you. you go. So when he did <laughs> Castle, the number of Firefly and Serenity references he made in that show. I mean, even at one point where he dresses up as Captain Mal for the Halloween episode. Yeah. And his daughter's all like, Dad, there are no cows in space. So... So yeah, we'll we'll see what kind of fan service we get, but I am expecting at least a little. What uh, did did anybody else was there, was everyone else thinking about it? I can't wait. This is one of my favorite shows. Um, this I love the premise. The you know the because of when it went into the national consciousness on on Amazon, uh, it turned the Avengers narrative on its head. And I love stuff like that. I can't wait. It, it's just visceral. It's gory. It's gritty. Um, it, it makes you uncomfortable. Uh, it makes you uh, super uncomfortable at times. Um, and then, you know, you get heads that explode in an, amongst all the other stuff. I mean, there's... You get uh, whales that explode. The, the exploding whales, yeah. You, you, I you love the, the Pinocchio line. Like, <laughs> gold! <laughs> <laughs> it, I mean, even how the story opens, a, that they evaporated Huey's girlfriend. Right. As he was holding, and he's just holding onto her hands. Mm. Yeah. Or, or like, when oh, they sorry, the sorry. Up the invisible guys took us. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. That C4 up there. Yeah. You don't, you're not going to do it. Punk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one of the things that I love the most about the boys uh, is not even the show as a whole but that it helps you find your people because if somebody else finds those scenes hilarious then you know you're hanging out with the right people and if somebody else if that other person is offended you don't want to be their friend anyway there are so many moments in both seasons where you just sit there and you go oh god oh god and uh, laugh (laughs) <laughs> because it's so absurd, um, even though it's uh, it could be an emotionally intense moment, which is like, oh my god, what just happened? And it it's entertaining, and I just love the shit out of it. I I, I hope they carry on and continue with the same voice and, and don't slip, as shows like this sometimes tends tend shows like this sometimes tend to do. Uh, but I'm looking forward to season three for sure. It the the cast is staying pretty consistent, uh, with you know a few additions and subtractions here and there, uh, but most importantly, the uh, the actual show's backbone, the writers, you know, directors, producers, all of that, that's also staying fairly consistent. 
which has a lot to do with a show maintaining. Didn't help Game of Thrones. It mm. did not. Let's hope, uh, since you've already brought up Game of Thrones, that it helps, uh, what is it, the dragon's first whatever some shit. House of the House Dragon. of the Dragon? Yeah, sure that. Yes. Yes. House of the Dragon. I don't Just... know. It's really <laughs> the final season of Game of Thrones was so odd and I was going to say like eating raw chicken? Oh god, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I didn't get sick. It's just that they set the bar so high with the way they told the story, especially in season one uh, and, and, and even in the season like four, um, the way they finished down here. And a lot of it had to do with what they didn't have a lot of source material. There was so much in the original five books that mm -hmm. they had to lay, leave so much out that provided so much depth and uh, rounded out the world like it's been out for years. It's Lady Stoneheart's not in it, right? And that that's not a spoiler. That don't don't at me, people, if you haven't seen it yet. Um that Lady Stoneheart's not in it, and she's critical. Um, I think even more so if we ever get book six, when I'm not holding my breath. But she's gonna be it is critical to part of the story, uh, especially in the, the latter half of book um in book five. I mean it's just there's so much there that they had to leave out because you can't tell the story in 12 or 14 or 16 episodes uh, yeah. without actually splitting it up into several different seasons, let alone two, like they had to do with what, book three? Uh, well, isn't it books two and three, or is it three and four, that actually happen at the same time? Yeah, there's a lot of time jumping. Um, there is definitely a progression. Um and they do happen relatively. There's, there's an overlap that kind of like it starts and then it, it moves forward and then you get the other book here and then it, it finishes on its own timeline. Um, but you have to pay attention to like seasons and stuff that happens and the little hints that George drops in there. Um, yeah, it was what it was. It, it, well, also it doesn't help that they casually fucked up Daenerys's arc. Yeah. It, it wasn't casual. She had this amazing arc, and then they were like, she's too cool. Did it! Well, and yeah. there is no finish in the printed material to what where Daenerys is going. Uh, mm -hmm. In the book, she's on a walkabout. Um, and Barrison Selmy is still alive. I'm still mad about that one, okay? Uh, there's no reason in hell we needed to kill Barris and Selby. Absolutely the fuck not, people. <laughs> Why? He's the coolest of the, all the nights. Right there. Yeah, it pissed me off. It was stupid. He's also a cool actor. Whatever. Barris and Selby actually has. Um, I, I would not be surprised if we see a very young Barris and Selby at some point in the telling of the season that's coming up or the series that's coming up because he actually has a part to play uh, in the, the story of the Targaryens. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens with this. Uh, so August, right? Yeah, August 21st. Yeah, August yeah, 21st. We get Matt Smith as a Targaryen and 
This is the story of the Dance of Dragons. It's not the Blackfire Rebellion. So it's all about true Targaryens fighting each other, not the offshoot bastards who tried to start their own house with the same sigil, but the colors flipped because nobody likes those jerks anyways. Yeah, because those, those guys are just assholes. Yeah, screw the Blackfires and Bitter Steel. I, know. I don't know. I, I know. read the I... first three books, and that's kind of where I stopped. Right. Uh, the cool thing and about this the is there's not a lot of. I had for free um, oh, nice. at the apartment complex that I was living in. Uh, there was a big community library, so. You could keep any books you wanted as long as you put the same number of books back on the shelf. Really? So that's how I ended up with the, the Game of Thrones books. You know, and at that that apartment, I had this great sunk, like soaking tub, like this cast iron. And so I read a lot of Game of Thrones with a glass of wine and a bubble bath. The cool thing about this is there's not a lot of source material for them to pull from. They're just going to, they've got the overall story um, completely told from start to finish. Uh, they're going to have to fill in a lot of gaps. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they actually stretch this out into one, two, or multiple seasons because yeah. there's, I'm looking there's not much. To uh, I didn't start watching Game of Thrones until season three. Uh, and then I binged one, two at seasons one, two, and three, uh, right before season four started. You started at three? Jeez. Yeah. I didn't like start <laughs> watching. The way to start three. with a bang. Jeez. I didn't start dies. on season three. It's, oh. That's when I started watching. Oh, okay. So it when season three, three was out, you started on then. Okay. Yes. Got it. Got it. Okay. I was like, holy crap. Because, like, otherwise, it doesn't make sense. That is definitely mm. one of the shows that you have to watch the progression. Oh, yeah. You know, there there are some things uh, that you can just kind of pick up wherever. Uh, I'd say most of the, the sci-fi fantasy, um, if you're dealing with, like, anything Joss Whedon, um, or, or really even... Uh, original series Star Trek or next-gen Star Trek, you can totally watch those piecemeal. Now, you're not going to always understand all of the little nuances that are happening, but you, you probably taste like bacon, love. Onions, probably. or I don't know what I taste like. Probably you really smell bad. like food. Yeah. Yeah, he, he tastes like sandwiches, and yeah. some dog is licking him. Yeah, like sandwich. Dad, you're a sandwich. He has had dinner. <laughs> Okay. So anyways, so so that's Game of Thrones. Uh, Let's go ahead, sticking in the TV realm. I just said Star Trek, so let's talk about Picard Season 2. Yes. So good. Hank, have you seen any of it yet? I have not had the chance yet. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah. (laughs) It's a little... Heavy on the fan service. Uh, the uh, what is it that you said in the family chat about the first episode with the nerdgasm? Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's actually a, is it the first episode or the second episode where? And I'm not gonna. This doesn't spoil anything, but someone drops oh, it's the second. Yeah, it's the second episode, and someone drops in consecutive sentences: uh, Martok, Sarek, and. Um, 
Golducott. And Golducott, yeah. yeah. Drop those three names. Oh, yeah, Cisco, it happens too, right? But it someone drops all, all three of those. Uh, those three names specifically um, are dropped in three consecutive sentences. And um, Sarek. He said that. I said Sarek. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because they're in the thing with the things, right? He points yeah, them out. The the, the, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then, so like, it, two sentences later is when he then, talks yeah. about Yeah, and I started and freaking out. Going. Yeah, I started freaking out. I'm like, where is he? Where is he? Wait, wait, hold on. Wait. Wait, no. So then I'm thinking, wait, it's a different timeline. It could be. Wait, hold on. Are we going to get? And then I was. It anyway. didn't happen. Yeah. It, yeah, it didn't happen. <laughs> um, I love some of the things that are being said. Uh, like one of the insults. You have the face of a Ferengi. And then because you're in a different timeline, it's, what's a Ferengi? Right. Right. But I'm like, I'm going to use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you know, they intentionally threw in the bit in the bus um, with the same dude on the bus. Yeah, punk um, on the bus. Yeah. And that was, was like, pretty cool. It was cool, but I'm like, it's all right, this is getting a little bit over the top. <laughs> Granted, again, different actor. timeline. I mean, come it was on. the same dude. They dressed his hair up, you know, so he looked pretty pretty much the same. I know. Looked, looked the same. It was the same but actor. He's playing the same damn daughters. song. Yeah. I love the fact that his reaction was, I just, I just, I just really like this song. And he like rubs his neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. It was pretty cool. It was cool, but I'm like, all right, now we're just getting a little bit over, right? Oh, no. Are, are we going to no. start saving the whales? I, I get it. It's time travel. It's the 20th century. They're on a bus. All this stuff that can happen, right? So it's not over the top because we still haven't seen, and it's not happening in this season because we know that. We still haven't seen Michael Dorn. We still haven't seen uh, my guy, uh, O'Brien. Cole Meany. Cole Meany. That name I can remember. Nathan Fillion eludes me. They just forgot Cole Meany again because that's just his existence. Well, yeah. (laughs) All he does is stand in the transporter room. Oh, he was a guest star in in the same episodes that his wife was a main star in. Yeah, and he had more lines. (laughs) For like four seasons. That's why we love Cole Meany. Yeah. Keiko would have one line and, and miles. She was, she was listed with the regular <laughs> cast. I know. Cole was the second, yeah. third special guest. Yeah. Featuring Cole Meany. Like, bullshit. He's on the, he's in the transporter lounge beaming his own farts <laughs> out of the bridge because he's bored. <laughs> but I, the, 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 the amount of fan service cannot stop. You know, it's, it's the same thing with all the Star Trek stuff or the Star Wars stuff where – they're dropping Easter egg after Easter egg after Easter egg. It's one of the reasons why, you know, I have to watch it before I get sleepy because, like, I am just looking for all these little nuggets just because I'm just like, right. like a little kid every time something happens, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of actual, like, storyline Easter eggs in it, too, that I'm starting to pick up on. Um, yeah. The butterflies. Uh, mm-hmm. They have mentioned it a few times, and there have been images of butterflies, so I'm wondering what that's going to lead to. It's going to be yeah. uh, interesting to see where they go with that. And Borg Queen is just an awesome character. <sighs> she is a badass. So good. If I could figure out how to cosplay her, considering that she's only a portion of her, 
like I'd have to like you know do like a weird skirt. It, it's yeah, it's the it's the man on the horse costume. Yeah, where you're like you're in the horse, so you'd have yeah. to be like in the wheel and then like have her flopping out in front of you. I, I don't yeah, know. but it but has no. to be that kind of mechanic. It, if they couldn't, and I don't know if they tried, but if they couldn't get Alice Krieger, um, and that, the the name of the actress who is playing the board queen right now escapes me, is out Kriegering Alice Krieger. Uh, she board is, queen. She is spectacular. Can't remember her name. Hold on, really I actually good. have the cast pulled up. She's so good. Elmar. Mm-hmm. Wow, how is she not already in the list? Because she's like one of the main characters. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Like the the depth of her unhingedness. Yeah. That you can start to see nipping at the edges every time she actually thinks she's winning an encounter and then doesn't. Yeah. Um, you can just see Annie Worshing. Borg sanity. It's so good. So good. Where Alice Krieger was in control until the very end, this this bitch has got oh, no yeah. control and of the- anything and Oh Her my. interaction with with Gerardi has that's, just been. That's exactly what I was going to mm-hmm. say. The the yeah. uh, the 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 tug and pull between her and Agnes has been absolutely fucking phenomenal. They're just playing mind games with each other. It's it's been so good. Did anybody else just just shoot a giant Agnes fist and a bird in the air? Like a dumb bimbo scientist. You actually get to see like she's actually really conniving. <laughs> And you didn't yeah, get got, to see that in the first season. Yeah, she's got these moments where she's yeah, I think that Picard spine I think is rubbing off on her a little bit. But yeah. anybody else like when she turned and took turned her back to the queen and walked away when she got what she wanted. Did anyone else right. just like God and then yeah. flip off the screen like screw you, board queen? She, screw she, you. Know, the, board, the board queen actually says, like, you're really smart and conniving and then she's like you're just like me and then she does it to her and you're like yeah 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 (laughs) good shit okay let let's go over to halo speaking of fucking fan Fan service service, holy shit oh my god (laughs) holy sweet jesus that whole before the opening credits was nothing but fan service over and over and over and over again. It was great. In general, I enjoyed it. The thing that irritated me is the same thing that they did with Doom, if anybody remembers that, with Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, of course. It's that a rock weird first-person video the, game from inside the, that movie. No, it, it throws me out of it. I don't want to see inside the helmet. If I want to see inside the helmet, I'll go play Halo. That's the best part of that movie, though. That no, movie's yeah. terrible. Doom, that's, until Doom, you get to Doom, and he <laughs> like is running through, and just it does. And you're playing Doom for five minutes on a, you know, on an IMAX screen. That's really pretty bad. bad movie. Yeah, it's the yeah. best part of that movie. The whole movie really sucks. Movie. Yeah, and they took the best part of a terrible movie and put it in the in Halo for some reason. <laughs> 
You know, well, you weren't going to be able to do Halo without having at least something first person. I hope that's the only time they do it. I don't. Want I, I do too. That. I do too. I don't. I don't think, and I don't get the feeling that it's going to be more of that. Because as soon um, as they snap to that, I'm like, oh, this stupid trick. I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> you know, I thought the same well, thing. You, know, you had to get at least some <laughs> like, of the Like, where's Carl Urban? The, yeah. the ducking and waiting for the shields to regenerate. And, you know, I like, I didn't mind yeah. that. That's yeah. part of lore. That makes right. sense. And the sound right. effects were spot on. The sound, the effects, sound effects were great. <laughs> oh, my God. I had so much anxiety the first time he popped his shield. But, oh, no. Oh, God. I got to hide. Oh, wait. That's not me. I'm not actually playing this. And I haven't played Halo in like 15 years. directly from the game, which is good. The only thing, the only thing that that first cut scene was missing was somebody getting fucking stuck with a plasma grenade. That's what I was saying. Right. I didn't get see anybody get stickied. I was waiting right. for that. Actually. Didn't see a sticky, and I didn't see a 360 no scope. When he when he threw out that grenade, I literally, I legitimately, I thought that was going to be the sticky moment. Yep. Like catch him in the back and just keep moving. Yeah, that's cool. Well, and I thought for sure that when the elite grabbed the dad and picked him up, and oh yeah, you know, went with the plasma sword. I mm-hmm. thought for sure he'd hit him with the sticky and then throw his body and then he'd explode because we saw a lot of body parts in that first bit. Yeah. Surprising for Halo, that surprised mm-hmm. me a little bit that they went that graphic. It was yeah, between thirteen. Was, no, it, was it wasn't like friend's blood. Yeah, like, there was there was splatter, but it wasn't visceral. Um, it was violent without being super gory. I, I kind oh, of it felt it was gory. more. They melted that dude's head with a plasma pistol. Yeah, there was like bits like the yeah. dude blows up, and then you see like bits of his legs and stuff falling all over the place. <laughs> No, the best one was the plasma pistol when he the the Spartan picked it up and shot him in the head, and his head just melts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, aliens aliens dying gorily isn't nearly as bad as humans dying gorily, right? There's a lot it's, of humans dying. There were a lot of yeah, a lot of lives. And so Mark and I are watching this, and then the opening credits start. And I'm like, sweet fuck, that was all just the opening. That was the cold <laughs> open, yeah. The cold open right. was that ridiculous. Right. And, like, I didn't understand because I never played Halo. Yeah. I, I am so not a console gamer. Every time that something happened, I was like, fan service, fan service. Oh, the fact that they go to Reach, you know? <laughs> right. The fact that they go to Reach, where in the game, Reach is gone, everybody. Reach is gone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reach ain't there no more. I don't know. The most I know about Halo is from the cosplayers who I've interviewed, and my favorite is Halo Kitty. Have you seen that cosplay? Uh, where it's no, but I can just imagine. (laughs) It's Master Chief, but it's all like pink and like there's the bow. It's Halo. That is that's such a big thing that that's actually in the new game. That's in in Infinity. There is a a cat ears helmet. I was. I was a little sad, and you know we haven't seen it yet. But I was looking through the cast list, and we mm. haven't seen Mercy yet, or at least I don't remember seeing it. I might have missed it for a minute. But I was, I was a little sad that we couldn't get. Um, uh, I swear Michael they Winpot. said Mercy. Huh? I swear they said Mercy. They said mm-hmm. it, but you don't see him. And oh no! A little sad you, that you can't recast Michael you, Wincott to do the voice of Mercy. You kind of do when they're doing oh, that. Good. Mercy. It could when have been when you were out of the room you and I just had no idea what was happening. It's possible. Right. 
Oh, it was it was uh, basically fan service through and through while introducing a storyline that we don't really know about of what happens prior to the invasion. Right. At least to this extent. And, eh, you know, if you like Halo, you'll probably enjoy it, actually. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I I don't know Halo, and even with all of the, the explosions and the, you know, shit that's going on, I'm I'm confused as fuck, but I'm enjoying it. I was waiting for uh, Captain Keys to pull out a giant stogie. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> but I thought the casting of Captain Keys, you know, although his you know his voice is a little different, he doesn't have that drill sergeant cadence. I thought that he did a really good job playing that. That's what I thought too. I figured they were nice going to go a lot more with the drill sergeant patter with his voice and that staccato type of talking. And they really didn't. They made him a lot more human. Human, yeah. Which I kind of liked. I kind of liked it. You like when things are human. 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 (laughs) Well, I like how they kind of say that he broke his AI, essentially. And that's... And they kind of give an explanation for... Partial explanation for how that happened. Why he's not just this mindless hunter. Right. Yeah, so. there's you know there's there's a lot more than just blowing up Covenant and flood and that kind of thing. There's there's actually a, a storyline that they're gonna introduce, which I kind of like. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming we're gonna get the full Covenant War from. Yeah, and I mean, if they're gonna do that, then we're gonna get flood, which they kind of a little bit, and you know, we haven't even seen. They've talked about Cortana, but you know, it's coming. Oh, oh yeah, she's, she's she's in a crate. She's such a huge part of the story that they're going to have to... That she's going to be in at some point. I don't think we're going to get Flood. If they're already preparing Halo Season 2, that's when we might get some kind of Flood, I think, thing occurring. And they are already preparing Season yeah. 2. Which, uh, Mark okay, and I were talking bro. about this, like, it's ridiculous that Season 2 has been announced. Yeah, considering one episode. One episode. <laughs> Visually very stunning. Visually, the whole thing is very stunning. Oh, very yeah. Good. yeah it's very well put together. Very well put together. It's it's a good show. It's it's fun to watch. Um, as someone with uh, a more limited knowledge of the lore of Halo, uh, and like I said, I've only played it like 15 years ago, so it's been a long time. It just kind of barely kept pulse on it, just as you see stuff in you know, media and whatever. Um, really uh, easy to follow along. Um, I can get where Bobby's coming from. You know, it's, I, I don't understand, but I like it. But it's also like, you don't have to understand that, you know, these fucking aliens are here and they're shooting people. So let's just drop some other well, dudes and, on them and, and shoot them instead. The story that they're telling, I think, is for the people that don't know it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why we're getting the, the full covenant war, I think, during season one is going to be right. them versus the covenant and what's, going to happen to earth and all that and all that kind of stuff and reach probably splody yeah splody reach i i'm looking forward to to watching it and seeing what's up but i am i'm very much missing michael wincott i just love michael wincott so i mean what's not to love 
And I loved it. My favorite part was legitimately the energy sword through the door. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> right. I was like, that was beautiful. That's the yeah. that's how you introduce the, the power of that weapon is like, yeah, yeah. you just killed that dude through the door. <laughs> Not everything is about you. Yes, it is. Yeah. But yeah, if you like Halo, you'll like it. If you're just a sci-fi fan, I think you're going to get into this story pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I like yeah. where they're headed. Mm. All right, so... Let's see. We have so many other things to talk about as well. Um, PlayStation Plus is launching in June. 700, Mm. more than 700 games. Yeah, PlayStation uh, PlayStation Plus is their current thing. That's what they have for their online membership thing. You get free games, you get, you know, multiplayer access, all that kind of stuff. And in June, they are adding, was it two new tiers? Two new tiers plus a separate one that can kind of work separately if you don't have, like, internet, you know, issues. And it's basically built the same way that the Xbox Game Pass is. It's, you know, $60 a year for their basic service, which is what it currently is. And then jumps up to $100 and you get access to their PS4 and PS5 library, um, almost all of it, plus third-party stuff. And then if you do the big one, which is the premium, you get access to PlayStation's entire catalog, basically, at some point through uh, cloud streaming, which that's going to make a lot of people happy, especially getting like the PlayStation, PS2, PS3, all those games that you can't really get anymore. Um, and can't really get it all in a digital sense. Well, and You're correct getting me if I'm them. wrong, but aren't most PlayStations not back compatible? They're usually compatible one generation back is how they usually do it. Um, and so the fact that they're opening it to you can get everything from the original PlayStation all the way to PS5 when you're on their premium plan is probably going to make a lot of people happy and it includes access to like all their big titles like you're going to get god of war spider-man all of that stuff so i guess the important question here is tank do mom and dad need to change your annual christmas gift card no because i still need the xbox game pass one this one will be coming out of my pocket i think (laughs) he has gotten the game pass gift card from mom and dad for what like the past four years five years closing in on closing in on 10 i think since me and steph got married actually at this point well see there you go they like him Mm mm-hmm nothing i said yeah i don't pay for my own services for xbox which makes me happy nice so and you know and it's really cool if you if you like playstation games i mean it seems like it's gonna be a good offer it's gonna be better than what nintendo did with their bullshit n64 stuff so all right so we'll see uh yeah i'm sure that our brother-in-law uh Ian will will definitely need to have the this whole thing as well. I'm uh, assuming so. Yeah. 
and for his oldest uh, because uh, Natalie is also quite the console gamer. All right. Well, since we're talking about Natalie, um, let's go ahead. Brilliant Stars Part 22, for the love of God. Yeah. Part Pokemon. Full arts are continuing to come out. Uh, that's got to be... The full series is out, so that's got to be a, a an article dealing with the... the I mean, the, Brilliant Stars is one of their biggest sets. Um, Let's see. It's huge. Uh, so under the Sword and Shield... Oh, this is just banner, a... Red, the thing that you're talking about is a review, essentially, yeah, of the cards. Right. So okay. That, it, it's just, it's fucking crazy. There's what they've done in this one is not only do they have full arts for trainer cards, they have full arts, you know, the VMAX, they, they've released the uh, the V Star. Yeah. Um, v Star series, yeah. Which is great. And then they've added a lot of these, what they call character rares, which are full arts as well. That's and the, the big one. Character rares are a card for specific Pokemon that includes someone in the background that is their, um, you know, that that is their main Pokemon, like an actual character from the either the anime or... Yeah, the trainer the series. So you have, like... Like the one trainer card that has Mimikyu. Yeah, Mimikyu, and you have... I can't remember what her name is in the background. Um, but you've got, like, Charizard and... Lance is in the background. You just have all those character cards. Um, the, the dude with the ice cream in the parlor, and I can't remember his name, but he's sitting there. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about, though. Yeah. <laughs> he's shaking your head, but you know who I'm talking about. Creep well, up. I know what you're talking about because it's stupid fucking ice cream Pokemon. <laughs> the one that's like the vanilla ice cream cone. Oh, no, thing. There's, there's a full ice cream sundae Pokemon. Oh, yeah, there's a full series of them. Yeah. There's also like, a giant like, strawberry it shortcake. Grows up into a full ice cream sundae. Yeah. yeah, it's absurd. But there's, you know, they have all the character arts. So it's a huge. It's like I think their second or third biggest set. And Something like so that. They've got this one, and then one more coming out for um, the uh, shoot. I lost it. Sword the darker eye one. Yeah, before and they go into, they shift everything. And start pivoting the whole Pokemon multiverse thing into uh, Violet, yeah. yeah, Violet and Scarlet, which will happen later this year. We'll have to what? make sure we get some of the Scarlet for Scarlet. Isn't it like Brilliant Radiance or something like that? The last one, Astral oh. Radiance. Yeah, that's the that's what it is. I was just upset when I heard that the ultimate climax was only happening in Japan. Yeah, Shout out to Toaster. <laughs> brilliant Stars that? is brilliant. <laughs> Selling pretty well. It's staying pretty good at that 125 mark for booster boxes. So That's not bad. Yeah. It's not a terrible price. 36 bucks, 125. Yeah, staying cost efficient. People still love it. People are still buying the hell out of it. Astral Radiance comes out in like a month, I think, something like that. Yeah. I missed all my pre-sales on that one, which is probably good. (laughs) 
Probably. Yeah, it's two months. It's the, yeah, May. The end of May is when it comes out. All right. So uh, let's go ahead and change topics entirely. Uh, and let's go. Uh, Miss Marvel, the official trailer, uh, came out uh, earlier in March. And this is going to be a show on Disney Plus. Thoughts? It looks kind of cool. I mean, they're doing definitely more of a. Uh, I mean, it, it, it smartly they're doing it based around the the teenage life of Kamala Khan, who is uh going to be who is the current Miss Marvel. So. Because Captain Marvel does her own thing and takes off, and um, they've definitely changed a couple things. Uh, her power is basically that she can morph her body into shapes, kind of Mister Fantastic style, and she can, you know, throw out these her throw her arm and make it long and throw out a big giant fist, basically. Um, stuff like that. And they're changing up a little bit of the story, it looks like, where they're going to give her a little bit more cosmic power. And it's going to be tied to uh, the Kree, like the Captain Marvel storyline, it looks like. Which makes sense, because they're coming out with the Marvels movie and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're putting her with her powers, that you know, that she this kind of shape-shifting ability plus cosmic power so they seem to be revving or revving it up for uh you know to get that teenage audience at least yeah uh and it looks like the timing is going to be enough so or it's going to be done so that uh when we get the next movie more people are familiar with the story and yeah yeah they're setting it up so that when you get into the marvels movie you'll understand who Kamala is because we already have the other two big players in that with Monica and uh, Captain Marvel. So, yeah. So we'll just wait and see. Um, other things coming to Disney plus. Uh, let's see. We have She-Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Um, Interesting. I... I, I I I do not understand <laughs> what exactly is is the happening with with the Disney and the She-Hulk. Well, you know what? To be honest, I'm not entirely sure either. I watched that trailer, and it it seems to be built on the comic book storyline. Which, if you're familiar with She-Hulk, um. She is Bruce Banner's cousin, mm-hmm. and he, uh, uh, she gets mortally wounded, and the only way he can save her is by doing a blood transfusion using his blood, which is infected with the gamma Hulk poison, you know, and she becomes the She-Hulk. But unlike the Hulk, when she goes into Hulk form, she never loses any of her intelligence. And she actually spends a lot of her life in Hulk form just being herself. And 
Um, they seem to be leaning in that direction is what it looks like where she's just going to have the ability to Hulk out and we're going to find out why um, they kind of cut to a scene with some kind of testing in a lab with her and Bruce. And then they show her in Hulk form, which I mean, cool. I mean, I part of me wishes they would have chosen a slightly bigger actress because oh, she's no. kind of a small girl. No, I yeah, love Tatiana. She's a very petite oh. Hulk. No, no, nothing, not, nothing wrong with the actress. Right. No, she's she's brilliant. I'm just, uh, she Hulk is, she's a big girl. You know, mm-hmm. even in her normal form, she's not small by any means. Um. I, I'm assuming they're going to do what they did with the, the Hulk in the movies, and they're just going to CGI the shit out of it and, you know, make her seven feet tall. Right. I'm just going to go back to what I've always said, well, for the last three years have said about She-Hulk. She-Hulk has nothing against Princess Hulk, which is the character Tank's oldest created, because she didn't want to be She-Hulk, because She-Hulk doesn't go... Hulk smash! And Princess Hulk does. You know they're going to make her do the Hulk smash. They already said it in the stupid trailer, the you don't want to make me angry line. Princess Hulk. Oh, that's so good, though. Come on. Where's a a tutu (laughs) and goes around saying Hulk smash? But no, it's good. And where's a tiara? I think it's intentionally confusing at this point. They don't want to give away too much. Um... They give you glimpses of the story. They give you glimpses of the idea. If it's anything like the comic book story, it's a good story. She's a really cool character. Well, she is. You know? Um, that, and that's kind of what they do with some of these, you know, lesser known um, but well-established characters is when they when they do these series is they'll give you snippets of what's coming um, but leave you intentionally kind of unaware as to what actually is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it, it's fun. I, I like that, that they do it that way. I'd rather kind of be guessing as to what's coming and have a curveball thrown at me than to know, oh, it's this storyline, so we know this is going to happen and this is going to happen and this is going to happen. Uh, great. I read that. Do I, it, I mean, we're MCU, telling... Go ahead. MCU does a really good job on the small screen. You know, so far, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like so far, so I, I'm interested to see what they're going to do with both of these, with Miss Marvel and, and with She-Hulk. I can't breathe. Dog. <laughs> Get her a bone or something. And <laughs> I will say this. Uh, Misses her dad. When this trailer dropped and since, She-Hulk was already kind of an expensive book. The, the origin, the first She-Hulk um, has been kind of a staple key book for a long time. And it uh, it went up a lot again. <laughs> Skyrocketed. Yeah. As soon as this trailer dropped, it jumped another several hundred dollars. It's one of those characters that they're telling a side story for that <clears throat> they could then bring her in for you know, the new Avengers. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's going to be there for some kind of new Avengers thing. She's going to be a part of that. I'm assuming. Cause they're going to slowly, I think at this point they're starting to, you know, pull back 
um, Ruffalo's involvement after this, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. And so, he's even said as much. Yeah. And, you know, it's good. It's a good story. She's a really awesome character, and uh, people people love her character, some for creepier reasons than others. Because <laughs> um, there are sickos out there. Uh, some some people just like to be stepped on by Amazon women, and that, that's how it goes. Um, <laughs> Don't judge me. I've seen that that's side of TikTok. My money. <laughs> We're talking about an OnlyFans about that. Yeah. And this should be, you know, it should be a good story though. So I'm I'm excited for it. I'm super excited. This is one of the ones that I've it, I've been. It's been a long time waiting, and it's just. You know, there is no ownership of the Hulk property by Marvel. This is the one gambit that they have. She-Hulk was not part of the purchase with Universal. So they can do whatever they want with her. And that's why we're getting it. Well, plus, the the MCU, those characters have really kind of run their stories. Like, we don't need more of, of the stories that have already been told. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead of just going, okay, we're done, you know, they're they're saying, okay, there's this whole plethora of Marvel characters Thousands. that you guys don't yeah. know yet, or that the general, you know, the cinematic, you know, universe doesn't know yet. Yeah, the general public would not have much information about She-Hulk, so yeah. this is a good story for them to use. So, so I, I like that they're bringing in these characters who are beloved to the nerd populace mm. and introducing them to to the world. Yeah. We found snake. <laughs> we hear the squeaks. Yeah. Uh, and we're not talking about it today because it just came out this morning, but we will have a our discussion about Moon Knight next week. Moon Knight! Moon Knight, finally! It's, I will tell you this, watch it. It yeah. is wild and it's so awesome. Good. Yeah. I waited. He sure. was at work. We, I cannot wait. We're not Moon judging. Knight. We're just saying no. to the those of you yeah. out there in Nerdland, oh, yeah, make I, sure you watch I'm, it. I'm a stay-at-home dad that runs my own business. My free time gets opened to weird places. I was able to watch it today. So we uh, finally got our final numbers from uh, uh, my particular store's location, and <clears throat> we're going to donate close to seven grand to the Special Olympics just with my location alone. Hell yeah, oh, that's awesome! Yeah, sixty, almost sixty-eight hundred, which is a thousand more than we donated uh, last year for the same day. Nice, so, that's fantastic. New daily record. So well done. I feel all of it. <laughs> Yeah, one day. Yep. In a, in so, a past yeah. life, in a past life, living the vets' day when they yep. gave away the free meals, that's the same thing, right? You're talking yep. eighteen thousand dollars and see. I worked at Boston Market during Thanksgiving. Steaks. Oh my god! Oh, oh yeah, you know. Brutal. You I know. had to do catering. I had to do catering that day to multiple places. I, yep. I think my least favorite shifts of all time were uh, we had a Mother's Day uh, race for the Cure combo downtown where the finish line was two blocks away from oh. Chicago. Oh, so you guys were just packed. 
I, oh, yeah, God. I walked into a line around the block at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah. And then the St. I mean, it was it was a fun day and I made a lot of money. But the St. Patrick's Day where I moonlighted at the uh, uh, poorhouse. It was a 17-hour day, and we went through about 45 kegs. $48,000 day in that little place. (laughs) But, yeah, so we we broke records today, and it's all for a good cause. That's fantastic. Well done. All right. Well, if we're done talking about, you know, good stuff and yay charity. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, let's continue on with Disney Plus and Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, we got the trailer uh, earlier in March. The series launches May 25th. Yeah. Yeah, May 25th. Um, Which, how do you not release it on May 4th? Right? Thank how? you. How do you not schedule it so that you're releasing episode one on May 4th? Yes, sir. Does not make sense to me. Yeah, like, it, it will say Unless that. Unless you're Mark Hamill cool. and he says, may the you know, force be with you on every day, he'll be like, March the 8th be with you. <laughs> because he's fucking Mark Hamill. Well, um, he's Mark Hamill. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, that's true. Right. But like other than that, it looks cool. It looks like they're going to be doing the focusing heavily on the Inquisitors, which makes sense. The the Jedi hunters and trying to catch the rest of the Jedi after the you know Order sixty six goes in. We're I'm assuming going to get some connection for the what I guess it's a decade roughly. From the beginning of this show to when the original uh, New Hope storyline takes starts, I guess. Well, considering is... they have Ewan McGregor playing Kenobi, mm-hmm. right? Like that's got to be one pretty difficult to get Alex to at this point. Well, let's let's also, I mean, let's talk about generations, right? I mean, how old was Alec Guinness? In 1977. Late 50s, I believe. How old is Ewan McGregor? I think he just now turned 40-something, I think. Oh, I don't... I I think he's older than I am. Let's see. The point is that people are aging differently now. Yes, this is true. Today's today's 70-year-old does not look anything like... 50 years ago? No. Yeah. Yeah, Ewan McGregor is 51. Okay, he yeah, 51. Wow, I was 51. off by a little bit. All right, so let's... But even then, Alec Guinness was... He had to be in his 50s when that was God shot, invented, right? Like God invented Google. 1914. 60. So, he, God, he would have been in his 60s then. Yeah, he's in his 60s. I, I, didn't I don't know. Jesus, what a so I guess the time frame makes sense. Right. Yeah, because he's he's going to be, what, 10 years younger? He's going to be 10 years and younger. And again, a 60-year-old in 1977 looks a hell of a lot different. Holy than shit, today. Yeah, I was gonna Wow! <laughs> I was not expecting that. What are you doing, circus acts in the living room? 
see that? The lazy brown fox jumped over to Slippery Moon or whatever the fuck that sentence Holy is that shit. I can never remember. <laughs> Wee! You guys were convinced that my daughter is a uh, athlete? Oh, that was brilliant. <laughs> Don't was call her brilliant. that. <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Uh, okay. But yeah, like, I, I'm assuming you and Ewan McGregor that won't look like Alec Guinness did for another. She thinks it is. Oh, he's not gonna. He's, yeah, he's gonna. He's not gonna get there for a long time. Yeah, uh, when Alec Guinness, seventies by then. Yeah, when Alec Guinness shot Star Wars, he was sixty-one. Yeah, and they started in seventy-five. So, yeah. Um, and, so yeah, this is ten years. That I mean, the, the numbers work, even the if the looks works, necessarily the don't work. Visual representation right. is a little off. Right. It's gonna. This I mean, it, it's when gonna you be. Drink blue milk for ten straight years. Is that what it is? He's going to age milk. rapidly. Yeah, the bantha milk ages you. He must be bantha intolerant. <laughs> well, there's no water. Sipping blue I mean, milk. Yep. Right. There's no water. Moisture farming isn't actually. Yeah, moisture farming. Yeah, is a thing. Job. That's right. In this world. Right. All right. And everyone so, has a has a gonk droid. All right. What else? Long we got? live the gonk droid. Uh, we've gotten the first look at Stranger Things season four. Seen a few pictures. And yeah, just a few pictures. That is coming um, May twenty seventh, so right after Kenobi. This is going to be fun. Uh, Stranger Things is, um, if you were to take uh, the Goonies of my generation and spooky it up and then stretch it over a bunch of seasons that's kind of the the reach that that stranger things has it's got that coming of age story it's got that i can um, totally see that it's it's got that you know uh the older um more grown-up appeal to it uh with its depth and its darkness but yeah at its core what it's been is um a growing up story whether or not you have you know supernatural powers or not and you grow upside down lizards in your bedroom um it, it's, it's fun plant monster yeah plant monster whatever I, it is i, I gotta call them lizards horror goonies horror goonies there you go um stranger things is fun um uh, it, it, nothing about it is necessarily groundbreaking besides maybe visually um in the way they're able to you know take that budget and do what they're doing with it. Um, you know, and, and it's almost Cloverfield ish the way they layer in that, you know, they'll have that little flash of light. Then you'll have that giant monster just kind of lur- lur- lurking in the background over the top of the arcade game. Right. So you're only getting like, you don't truly see what's happening um, in a technique that really jaws. Yeah. That's the way I was going to say too. It's got kind yeah. of that like, Cthulhu monster feel to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I'm excited. It's always fun to watch. It's it's always so well done. The the, the kids are, um, you know, the, the the dynamic of the kids is always entertaining, and the stories are entertaining too. So yeah, I mean the the biggest thing is they've they've already confirmed season five. Um. You know, and that they're they're planning on ending everything at season five. Like right. that's going to be the wrap up. But we've waited so long for season four. You know that 
at this point, like, I'm going to watch it. I'm excited about it. But also, if it hadn't popped up on my newsfeed, I probably wouldn't care. Well, because it's been so long. What has it been, three right. years? Well, you know, there was that little thing that happened that threw a monkey wrench into producing anything. Yeah. Whatever. I'm just Fair saying. <laughs> but, like, well, they're I also doing the, the shitty things. I, I, I started watching Stranger Things because, you know, Ella, who has his guest hosted on this show, is a huge Stranger Things fan. And she's so mad that it's taken so long. She's like, I'm not even going to watch the final season. Oh, that's a lie. She'll watch it. I mean, she's she's 14 and she's pissy. Right. But she'll still watch it. Well, they're doing the annoying thing that they've been doing recently, and that's they're splitting it into two separate parts. Yeah, part two doesn't season come four. out until July. Yeah, I'm like, that's kind of stupid. I mean, it's already been three years, guys. Let's just let's roll this shit out. Come on. Yeah, I don't get why they did that. They did the same thing to Discovery, and it honestly yanked all of the momentum I had watching that show. And I forgot that Discovery stopped halfway through until I got back onto Paramount Plus to watch something else. Like, oh, there's new episodes of Discovery. Look at this. I forgot it was coming back in a month. Yeah, and, and I, they I just did the them, same thing. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I would rather them release an episode a week. Yeah. Then split it like this. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay they, with with weekly releases. This and they did the same like thing that. with Ozark, which it saw a little bit of a drop off because people are like, well, I'm just going to wait for part two then, and then I'm going to watch the whole thing. That's what I and do. <laughs> you're probably going to see the same thing happen with this. You're going to see a, a drop off of initial viewership, and you're not going to catch it until the second part hits. Which I guess if you're okay with that, then that's fine. Yeah, but, Netflix, and as long as you're getting eyeballs. Yeah. It's just, it's slightly annoying for the consumer. And yeah. needlessly annoying. Like, I could understand if there was it was a necessity, but it doesn't seem like it's a necessity. It just seems like they're doing it to prolong their exposure as a company with a well-known franchise. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, because you're Netflix, so... That seems unnecessary. Right. Yeah. You probably have like seven Ryan Reynolds movies just waiting in the wings you can drop. They got two more coming out as far as I know. So right. they're probably filming like eight more at this point. Yeah. You know what? You're Ryan Reynolds. Let him just have his fun. I, I, I don't think that's anything wrong. I, just... I watched Free Guy and all it makes me want to do is see him be Deadpool again. <laughs> yeah. I, You know, the only part of Free Guy I caught was the end. So, um, but I feel like I watched the whole movie just through the end of it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a bad movie, but like the whole time I'm sitting here watching this, I'm like, this would be better if it was Deadpool. <laughs> All right. So one of the things that I liked about the Adam Project is there are definitely Deadpool moments. I have not watched that yet. Okay. You should absolutely watch yeah, it. Yeah, it was good. Um, it, it's adorable. It's incredibly predictable, but it's adorable. Um. And there's like some, there's like this really cool drone fight scene where like the young Adam is is like, you know, all badass. And it's very fun. Uh, plus, Ryan Reynolds punches Mark Ruffalo in the face. 
Yeah, but I want to see that in a Marvel movie with Deadpool and Hulk. Right? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, so the kid who they had uh, play young Adam in the Adam Project is a huge Ryan Reynolds fan and actually has um, Deadpool 1 and 2 memorized. That's funny. So if you go on to pick your social media platform, uh, you can actually find clips of this kid talking to Ryan Reynolds. He's like, and so he says this, this, and this, and then this particular thing happens, and then he turns the car, and then this happens, and then this, and this, and this, and then he's like, oh, fuck, and blah, and right, and this kid's like 13, 12, and it's, it's, he's just like awestruck, but at the same time, he's like, I'm going to prove to you that I am the right person to be little you. <laughs> you know, and it, it's awesome. very snarky. Uh, you know, they're, the young Adam is, is very nerdy uh, and gets beat up a lot. And so he's looking at Ryan Reynolds. He's like, when does all of this happen? And then later he's like, oh, so I gave up my brains for the gym. I understand. So definitely worth a watch. Uh, okay. you know, it's on the list. Movie. I haven't seen it yet either, but it's on the list. Yeah. It was, and uh, was it Free Guy and The Atom Project dropped within like a week of each other? I think it was. Yeah, I think Atom Project was this last week, wasn't it? No, it was, was it uh, I think at least two weeks ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because that's when we watched it. Because we watched it uh, before the migraine cancellation. Oh, okay. So I'm gauging time now. Uh, but it's currently one of the, the top contenders on Netflix. So uh, if you go to like the big trending, you'll see Adam Project, Bridgerton Season 2, and other shit. Kids stuff, usually. Or, or maybe that's just on my Netflix because they're like, you obviously like this stuff. Um, well, supposedly the trending tab is what everybody's watching. Yeah. I don't. That's what it. they say, but I don't always feel like it's the same. Like, even all right, if I well, let's let's test it to a different person's account. Let's test it. I've got <laughs> Netflix on my phone. <laughs> I can I can attest that. Are you dying? You good? I'm fine. Okay. okay. Still I can attest a, that. Oh. The Netflix account in here, well, that was right here, um, was a completely different set of things than the one that is in here. In the top this one is, But this one doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I stopped paying for Netflix because why do we have two Netflix accounts and what else? <laughs> yeah, that would be silly. Is that the top 10 or the trending tab? Trending tab. I'm in the trending tab. Trending is different for everybody. I have, is it cake? That's number two. I've got, here's my trending now. My my first five are Bridgerton, is it cake, Peaky Blinders, Formula One, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, yeah, very have you seen Peaky Blinders? It is wonderful. We only have one same thing. I have 
That's catching killers. Is it cake? Uh, worst roommate ever, which looks like a crime thing. Yeah. Base Force and Adam Project. See? That's funny. So, what's your top 10? Those should be the same. Bridgerton is number one. Okay. Yeah. Bridgerton, Cake, Blade Runner, Inventing Anna. Yeah. Okay. That's funny. So, top 10 is the same. Trending okay. is. Yeah. It, it's the trending that's different. That's yeah, funny. trending make then that would make sense because which is weird because I've never movie. watched an actual racing show. Um, I have seen I watch a lot of food shows on Netflix, but they're all meat. Is it like an action <laughs> thing, maybe? Is it maybe? cake? Looks weird to me, and the way that they judge it, just I haven't actually watched an episode. I've got no. Desire. I assume that it's something that Steph really likes. Is so wait is no. is it cake? Is it like? Like a scene that has cakes. Same difference. So is it cake is the the bakers have to try to make a cake that looks like it's not cake. Oh. So right. like so like create this sneaker out of cake. Oh. And you know what? Scarlet is just little Stephanie, so I was almost right. Yeah, Scarlet Scarlet I've watched I've not watched the whole thing, thankfully, because I find the host to be very annoying. <laughs> I've watched enough of it. Cupcake wars. I've watched enough of it to where I'm like, okay, so they're trying to trick people with cake. That's the entire premise of the show. I don't care. Yeah, and then the, then like the judges have to like look at three sneakers and say which one of these is cake. It's not the judges; it's the participants. Ah, uh, it's a it's a cast for the full thing, and then cast members get chosen to be in for that week and then they have to prepare cakes that the other contestants judge and if you fool the judges then you win money and if the judges catch you then they can win money it's all I know it's a lot of cake that I'm not going to eat or that I can't eat because I don't have that cake in front of me so I'm not going to watch it you need to let Mama Toaster know that our cake case is standing empty. We'll do so. Your cake case is standing empty? Yeah, uh, so we have a magic cake case. We it, it, It's a cake carrier, but it's magic. And whenever we give it to Mama Toaster, it comes back with cake inside. Yeah. It used to be once a week. I, I shouldn't probably say this, but we would get a cake and I would eat it all. And then we would get a cake and then I'd eat it all. And then we get a cake and I'd eat it all. I have told her we have to limit it to once a month because we're both trying to lose weight for the wedding. And I won't let Mark do the milty diet. You know, 15 hours of open heart surgery and you'll lose 60 pounds. If there yeah, is cake it. in the house, I will eat it. That's just the way it works. That's that's and our lot in life. Talking about cake right now. I want right? cake. I really would like to just devour a half a cake and go to bed. That, that, yeah. Cake sounds really good. I've had a couple. I've had a muscle relaxer. I've had an ibuprofen. My joints are very sore. Cake sounds wonderful. And then sleep. Really? Are your joints sore because you got hit by a car? Or was, from your day? Maybe a combination of both. All right. So, last thing on the agenda, moving on from cake. Uh, 
<laughs> oh, I lied. There's two things left. Um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds has cast Captain Kirk. Yes. All yes. right. So this is going to come on to Paramount Plus. Um, is it, what is it? May. Which is basically 5th. the Star Trek network. Based yeah. on what I saw today when I was on there. They had five different Star Trek shows on the top of my listing. I haven't watched a single Star Trek show on my Paramount Plus. So, they're really pushing Star Trek. So, the thing is, the the actor's name is Paul Wesley. He's from The Vampire Diaries. And I feel like since Wesley is playing Kirk, whenever he says something I don't like, I can just look at the TV and say, shut up, Wesley. Shut up, Wesley. My brain went a completely different way. Hmm. As you wish. That was also a Wesley. Yes, but but this is Star Trek Wesley. Well, they gave him a new bit, too. We watched that with the Picard. We haven't seen it yet, but he's doing that like... uh, The show that's called Ready Room? Yeah, Ready Room. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's done that. He's done that for every new Will's new track. I like that. He's, Will he's li- living his best you nerd like life. Him? Have you met him? No. He's kind of a prick, <laughs> in a humorous way. Like, but but he is kind of a like he takes pride in in being an arrogant asshole. Sounds like us. Not wrong. Sounds, sounds like the idiot brothers. Uh, wow, I wonder where I've heard that before. <laughs> you know, we'll see how this guy pans out. I've never seen him in anything. Um, really? Uh, you were watching Vampire Diaries? It's like you don't know me. <laughs> uh, I, I've I, never seen him before either. I didn't watch Vampire Diaries. Oh my God. Uh, I, I trust uh, what they've done so far. Um, you know, Anson Mount as Pike uh, was perfect. Uh, Rebecca Romaine as number one was perfect. Uh, and the name of the actor who currently plays Spock um, in this universe is also perfect. He's really good. So I- I'm sure they picked the right guy who's going to do a great job. I've got no qualms with it. Uh, we'll see what happens when we actually see him on the screen. Well, the, the pictures that we've gotten, like, he looks the part. He even has, like, the little, like, crease, yeah. you know, with, with the serious face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll just have to see whether or not he is suave enough to talk uh, green women into uh, stripping down to their panties. While using way too many periods in every single sentence. And if he has the singing voice. (laughs) Hey, no one can top Leonard Nimoy's Bilbo Baggins, the most famous famous hobbit of them all. Fair enough. Fair enough. So now now we have to throw that onto all of my hashtags. Yeah, hashtag Bilbo. (laughs) (laughs) With a B. Scratch that out. 
Okay. Uh, l- absolute last thing on the list, and this time I mean it. Uh, and that is... It's just killed Mark. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> darling. It's my, fine. my dead fiance. Uh, no. There is going to be a prequel of The Supernatural, and that is The Winchesters. Um, it they So they've cast... The, the, the parents, the characters of John and Mary, uh, oddly enough, or I guess you, know, in my opinion, they did not choose the actors who played young John and Mary in the show. Which connects directly to my comment. Didn't we already see this multiple times? Yes, but we only saw, you know, lots of it. So now we get to see more. Oh my god. Uh the 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 woman who's playing Mary. Mm-hmm. He's in one of Scarlett's favorite movies. Yeah, it's a chick from zombies. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so she went from Disney Channel as a zombie uh cheerleader. She's not a zombie. No, she's she's the the one. Isn't she the one with the white hair who puts on the blonde wig? Yes. And like, what are they? They're like the the mighty prawns or shrimp or some shit. It's the prawns. Yep. Yeah. I've I've watched that that movie movie. at least 20 times. (laughs) That's not a joke. So she's going from that. I've seen that movie uh, more times than I've seen movies I actually like. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who decided to procreate. That was only half my decision. Fair enough. But yeah, they're doing a whole it, story. It was 25% MCU's fault, at least for their youngest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But yes, the whole story is based around John... Discovering things about his dad, becoming a hunter, which was a retcon, by the way. Mary being a hunter. Right, she's she a, grows up in a hunter Yeah, family. she grows up in a hunter family. I, I, I don't know what story they're going to tell that we don't already know. Yeah, because we already know what happened. We know how they met. We know their family histories. Mm-hmm. We know how they became hunters. We know yeah. how he became one of the, what is it, the men of the, what is it called? How John became, whatever the fuck. The, it's not men in waiting because that's a different thing. Um, whatever, the fucking supernatural hunter people that they eventually become a part of. Oh, right, right, right. The the men, whatever the fuck they're called. Men in tights, tights, tights. Exactly. We already know how all that happened. So what yeah. story are they telling here? Uh, them going to Lover's Lane and making Dean. We already saw that too, I think. Didn't we? I thought we just saw her pregnant with Sam. Uh, does it matter? Well, you know, maybe she got knocked up before the wedding. And we just don't know. They'll is tell it- us possible that Jeffrey Dean Morgan shows up and kills both of them from the future? 
Oh god, that would be so awesome. And it ends on episode one. <laughs> I literally have no clue what you guys are talking about. Oh, I'm just as lost as you are. Oh, I've never not. seen the only experience I've ever had with Supernatural is opening a restaurant and it from ten to eleven, right? It's on TBS because they had basketball on the night no. before. TNT. <laughs> TNT, yeah. Because yeah. we had basketball on the night before. I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. Fucking Lakers must have been on last night. Click. Right. Well, you know put it back on Sports Center. My stupid closers didn't put on the freaking ESPN channels after the game got over at, you know, 11 o'clock at night. So I have to change Yeah, it's it 11. They probably shut down that half of the dining room and just moved everything into the bar. You know, know who Jeffrey Dean Morgan is, though, right? Oh, There's no half that restaurant. That's right. Never mind. <laughs> It's all one restaurant. Anyway, they better yeah. know who he is. Super you, you, know, you, you know who Jeffrey Dean Morgan is? Of course I know who Jeffrey Dean Morgan is. Okay. He I, plays, I, the only reference that I picked up on is I know who that man is. He plays the dad of the boys in Supernatural. He's their dad. Like the main two characters, he's their dad. And he gets killed early on, and then he comes back as a ghost, and then he comes back as a fucking imagination Same. thing, and then he... I Nobody want him to show up. Guys on that show stays dead, other than Mary, and we still see her a lot. Yeah, I want him to show up as Negan with Lucille and crack both their fucking skulls, and then end the episode, and say this was an alternate universe. Just gotcha, you know, because I don't care about this, and it makes me sad because I liked that show. Uh, I honestly stopped watching Supernatural at season thirteen. Um, because what was it? Twelve is when they went all angel crazy. They went angel crazy pretty early, so it'd be hard to tell for sure when that happened. Because they went angel crazy in like season five for a while there. Yeah, but and then then they had like Dean die, and he got brought back from hell, and then they had they Sam died. They then... both died at least five times during at the least. series, so. But it, it got to the point where it was no longer them chasing after supernatural beings. It was just demons was fighting God. eating pie. It was them legitimately fighting God, the angels, and Lucifer at one point, mm-hmm. multiple times, and then the Antichrist. And then they fought the idea of like oblivion and death. And it got yeah, that crazy. started around... Somewhere between seasons 10 and 12. And that's kind of when I lost interest. I ended up watching the rest of it, and they ended it in a good way, at least. But it took fucking too long to get there. What the, like, 15 I have not yet finished the series. 15. 15, yes, that's right. Yeah. That's crazy. It should have ended after season 3 or 5. <laughs> I, I would say 5. It was still long. it was still decent up through season five. And there's pieces, there's pieces that are interesting. They get into a war with like the you know the Norse gods and stuff like that, and that's kind of cool. But it's it was stretched. It was supposed to end after three seasons. That was supposed to be at the end of the series, and then they said, "Okay, let's do two more. We have a story we can tell here." And then it was supposed to end after five, and then somehow they got to fifteen. So I don't know. Because the fan <laughs> service got to be crazy, it left. What was it like the CW or whatever, and went over to TNT or TBS, whatever the fuck it was, and 
the producers basically said, we'll keep making this show as long as Jensen and Jared want to make the show. It stayed on CW the entire time. They just started syndicating it to every other fucking thing. Right. Yeah. But it was after the fifth season mm-hmm. or the sixth season or whatever, where where the, the, the writers and the producers said, as long as Jensen and Jared want to keep doing the show, we'll keep coming up with more shit for them to do. And that's exactly what happened. More shit. A lot of so shit. Really, at what point, Tank, do you think the show actually jumped the shark? Legitimately? Legitimately went too fucking far. Oh, God, that's hard to call. I'd say probably seven-ish. Is where it's like, <laughs> all right, this is fucking weird now. What are we doing? <laughs> Whenever they, just, not that I'm going to watch it that far. I was just curious. When, Whenever they had to fight the Leviathans, which I can't remember at this point. Don't know. When they did the whole feeding people like angelic fat goo to make them more edible. I don't know. Whenever that happened. <laughs> I am so and, confused. And I think we just, I think we just I've watched the show when I'm confused, too long okay? talking about this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, this is stupid right. and pointless. If you want to watch Supernatural, watch up to season five. Really good show. After that, just say fuck it and move on with your life. Edible goo. That's angel edible, edible goo. But it was made out of angels instead of people. Yeah. Kind of. Holy it was made out of like weird. Goo. Leviathan angel pre cosmic power goo that they fucking put into food. Okay, when you said I was gonna say when you said edible angel Leviathan pre, I thought you were going somewhere else. I thought I was like, wait, whoa! We're talking holy edible spoo. Yeah, it could could have been jizz. I don't know. I'm not sure. They were not young, but they were dumb and full of cum. Yeah, angel spunk. But yeah, I don't, this <laughs> right, that like, hashtag that down. Hashtag. Yep. <laughs> you know that's coming. <laughs> ill-conceived idea that is pointless. That's yeah, my opinion. I, I kind of wanted to name this episode. Um, you know, the Goon Brothers joined for Angel Spunk, but I'm not gonna. I want to. <laughs> But they that can't be posted on Facebook. I mean, on Facebook Live right now. Dean does talk a lot about angel jizz. So, I mean, that is. Well, that's because he has this whole gay That does happen there. quite a bit, actually. A weird amount of times there is weird angelic sex talk. Yeah. There's a lot of sex with demons, too. And, like, and... drinking their blood in a non vampiric way. And on that note, wow. let's right. go ahead and uh, Matt, you want to read off the socials for your for you guys and then yeah. we'll do it for us? Yeah, let's make sure you check us out on our social channels. You can find us on Twitch and Twitter at The Idiot Goons. Search for us on Facebook at My Brother is an Idiot. Mark's Twitter is Poffle Time. My Twitter at Poffleupagus. Also, if you'd like to learn more about barbecue, food, 
and the gaslighting that Gen Z is trying to do to Generation X with one of our pop icons. Check us out at King Goon Smoke. Or don't. Hey, I like meat. <laughs> you had me up until you got into the gaslighting. Like, Dude, that's, 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 here's the thing. I saw, no lie, in the span of about half an hour of scrolling TikTok the night before, I saw no fewer than five different TikToks of people trying to tell me it wasn't mama say, mama sa, baba kusa. And I'm like, no, fuckers. No, I will not let this stand. Not at all. All right. So okay. TikTok is the problem. So just delete TikTok that is the problem. So we can go ahead and just end it there. <laughs> you can find Nerds That Know on pretty much all social platforms under Nerds That Know. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, uh, all the things. You can listen to this uh, in a non-visual format uh, on pretty much anything that uses Anchor or Podbean to then spread the joy to the masses. Uh, follow Tank at Knox Nostalgic Collectibles. Buy your overpriced uh, She-Hulk. If he can get a copy for you, I'm sure he can, you know. I can find one for you. For I don't got any myself right now. <laughs> but your other books and such, get the and collectibles through him. Uh, and you can follow Duchess Bobby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, there will be semi-nude people as well as my own personal thoughts and rantings. Also catch my new blog about uh, primordial goo and how it ruined Supernatural. <laughs> Fantastic. You know what? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles used that ooze. Yeah. <laughs> no, do not do that. That is the ooze from Daredevil. <laughs> we We watched... Uh, the Secret of the Ooze last night. That's we great, did. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go, Ninja. Go. Sorry. There were too many Go Ninjas. I don't care. Okay. We're done now. <laughs> Adios. Time for dead. Time for dead. See ya. Time for dead. <laughs> Bruh. Dead am I.